A science story, huh? And I just thought, well, I figured it out. It was that golden moment because science was on my side. Hey everyone, I'm Ben Lilly, and welcome to the Story Collider, where we bring you true stories of how science has affected people's lives. Quick reminder, we have an upcoming live show in Chicago on February 13th. This week's story is from Tonya Pinheiro. The story was recorded in December 2013 at Oberon in Cambridge, Massachusetts. The theme of the evening was Ouch. So it's about 1972, and I'm living on Beacon Hill in an apartment building that my mother also lives in. I'm working as a payroll supervisor for a state agency, and I'm attending weekly yoga classes that I love very much. And in this yoga class, I met a guy, and we started dating. And we dated for about nine months. We actually moved in together. And we broke up because he just finally said to me, I just, I just can't deal with your fat stomach. And he had been telling me this along the way. And I was very hurt. And so I, we broke up. And I moved back to my apartment. And about six months went by. And during that six months, I started to lose even more weight. Now, I weighed about 145 pounds at that time. And I lost, over the course of six months, about 20 pounds. And I had a little round belly, but now it was completely flat. And I missed my yoga class, because I didn't want to go back to the class, because I really didn't want to see him. But then I really said, I'm going to go back to yoga class. So I put on my black leotards, and I went to the yoga class. And he was there, and I was very flat and rounded hips, but flat in the belly. And I saw him, and I just said, hello. <laughs> and inside I was saying, ha, 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 sucker. So anyway, um, so the next day, now I had meet with my mother almost every night after work, and we would have these great talks. And so the next day I went and I told my mother, you never gonna guess what happened. I went to yoga and I saw him and he looked at me and he was drooling at me all night long. And I was just like, too bad for you. So she's looking at me and my mother was formerly a nurse. She was not a nurse at that time. And she's looking at me and she says, you have exophthalmia. And I said, Oh, and what's that? And she said, your eyes are bulging out. And that may be that with your weight loss and the eyes bulging, you may have a hyperactive thyroid gland. And when I was in nursing school when I was about your age, I had a hyperactive thyroid gland, and I did not get it treated in time, and I went into a thyroid storm, which is when your heart rate and your pulse and your blood pressure and your temperature all start speeding up so fast that actually it could kill you. So I really want you to go see a doctor and see what's going on. So dutiful doc daughter that I am, I go to Mass General Hospital, which is down the street from where we're living, and I see the 
top doctor that knows about thyroid glands. And he tells he tests me, and he tells me, yes, in fact, you do have a hyperactive thyroid gland, and we have two ways of treating it. I can do surgery and remove your thyroid gland, and then you can take a replacement pill, thyroid hormone, for the rest of your life. Or we can treat your thyroid with radioactive iodine. The thyroid gland absorbs the radioactive iodine, and it slows down the function. So I go through this thought process. I don't want to take pills. I don't like pills. My mother's been taking the same pills for all her life. I don't want to take pills. So I'm going to go with the radioactive iodine, although it does sound a little bit scary. Still, I will have my thyroid gland, and maybe in the future they'll figure out a way to like restore the function, so I'd rather have the gland. So we make the plans, and I go in. It's time to get the treatment. And I go into Mass General, and they take me into this lab, go into this lab, they leave, I'm alone in this empty, gray, marble, gray, granite, counters, floors, ceilings, walls, stainless steel, everything is gray, I'm sitting on a gray stainless steel stool, I'm in my street clothes, there's nothing else in this lab but just the fixtures. A man walks in. He is dressed with this headgear that comes down over his face, like a mask over his face. He's wearing a lab coat under which is this thick thing, like you know the, um, the x-ray thing that they put on you when you go to the dentist and they put it over you to protect you from the x-rays, like that thick thing that they put on you? He's wearing that. He's wearing his scrubs and he's got booties on his feet and the pants are inside the booties and he's got these long gloves on that come up to his elbows, thick, thick gloves. And he's holding on to these tongs and he's got the tongs in his hand like this and the tongs extend out away from his body about, looks to me like about three feet and at the end of these tongs is a clear glass of what looks like water. And I'm looking at this man that I'm assuming is my doctor. <laughs> and I'm looking at this glass at the end of these tongs. And I'm thinking to myself, why is he all dressed up in all this protective gear? And I'm just sitting here in my street clothes. And what is that that he's giving me? And he said it was radioactive, and I don't really understand it. And I'm, and I'm scared. I'm, like, really scared. And he says... Here, drink this. <laughs> and so I'm looking at the glass, and I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at the glass, and I think, am I going to blow up? Is, is, is it going to burn? I mean, I didn't know. He said, here, drink it. And so I take the glass from the end of the tongs, and I put it to my lips, and I drink it, and it tastes like water. Now, when he was explaining to me before the treatment, he just said what I told you. And he never said anything about precautions or side effects. He never said any of that stuff. 
And I was too young and naive and stupid to ask. So I put the glass down. He picked it back up with the tongs, and he walked out of the room, and he said, I'll see you in 30 days. And so I said, okay, fine. So he left. I left. 30 days later, I go back in. He tests my thyroid again, and he says, nothing has changed. It's still hyperactive. We need to give you another treatment. So I say, okay, fine. So we schedule the next treatment. Same thing. Same room, same clothing, same tongs same drink. I leave, I go back to my day job, back to my yoga class, night leaves with my mother, everything's the same, 30 more days goes by, and now it's time. And I go back into the next round of test, and he tests it again, and he says, well, I'm sorry to inform you, but you have no thyroid function anymore. And then he said some more stuff, but by then I was completely like zoned out. Like, what do you mean I have no thyroid function at all? And this man has just killed my thyroid gland. He nuked it, he killed it. It's like I drank this atomic bomb, radioactive iodine stuff, and now I have no thyroid function, and I don't know, I don't understand. So. Anyway, he says, so I'm going to write you this prescription for Synthroid, and you take one tablet a day. And so that was like 43 years ago. So now it's 2012, and I'm in this great theater troupe called True Story Theater, and one of my troupe mates says to me, in all of us, not just me, She's telling the story about her radioactive iodine experience. And I'm thinking, whoa, I had that experience too. So she begins to tell her story. And she says, well, first of all, you know, you take the radioactive iodine. And the doctor told me that within 30 minutes of having taken the iodine, I could not be around any human being or living thing at all. In other words, my husband had to race me home, drop me off, he and my baby went away for three days. And inside the house alone, I couldn't go to work, I couldn't go to school, I couldn't see anybody. And I had to wash everything because they had, I had to wait until all the radioactivity was washed out of my system and it comes out through your pores and your body fluids. And I'm listening to her say all of this. And I'm realizing he didn't tell me any of this. And, and then she said, and so then he told us, told me that it takes from two to six months before you know if the treatment worked. And now I'm thinking two to six months, two to six months before you know if it works, he told me 30 days. So now, what I'm hearing her say today, like 40 some odd years later, is that my doctor didn't wait long enough to see if the treatment actually worked. So now I'm taking a pill for the rest of my life. And I realize that because of that experience, I learned really fast to not just say, okay, when a doctor tells me something. 
I question it, and if I don't get the answer or a good answer that makes sense to me, I just say no. The other thing that happened, though, as a result of my radioactive iodine experience is that about two years after the treatment, and of course I started putting on weight again, I met a guy who really loved me, and he really loved my belly. And we've been together ever since. Thank you. That was Tonya Pinheiro. Tonya is a wake-up artist and founder of Wake Up Works and ISEEU Theater. She's a diverse and dynamic improvisational actor, singer, and sound healer. Tonya is dedicated to social change and social healing by engaging and empowering people to shift their operating paradigm from fear to love through the use of sound, improvisation, and other creative expressions. For more science stories, take a look at storycollider.org, where we have archives of the podcast and upcoming events. Also, we depend on listeners like you for our support. If you're able, please consider donating at storycollider.org donate. The Story Collider is produced by me, Brian Weck, Darren Barker, and Ari Daniel. The podcast is produced by Rose Evelith. Additional help from Brooke Williams, Lena Groger, and Justin D'Ambrosio. The theme music is by Ghost. Special thanks to Oberon for hosting the show and to the internet for telling me my symptoms last week were from the common cold. Thanks for listening. <laughs>